Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Okay, uh, we're, we're recording this on, on a Wednesday, and I, I assume, Pierce, that uh, Rooney is happy to have his spot on the couch back. Yeah, he's, um, he slept for, for 12 straight hours on the couch. <laughs> that checks out. Uh, he, was, he was displaced by me. I spent a few mm-hmm. days in Atlanta uh, getting, getting the lay of the land and, and seeing your house. Uh, I now actually have context for what room you are recording from, which is, yes. is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I kind of wandered wandered around your home, sitting in different places and reading and sending texts and whatnot. Um, but that might be a little tough for I don't know Max right now. <laughs> Why would that be tough for me? How many, how many places do you have to sit currently? Coolers uh, on top of coolers does not count. Designed for sitting. How many places yes. designed for sitting? Does a, do does a toilet count? Oh. <laughs> Why not? I wouldn't really call it furniture. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the previous tenant left us a dining set with four chairs, mm. and we have two, as of yesterday, bar stools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So no, no cooking okay, seating. There are only two like places to sit. No. There's only two oh, places to sit. It's yeah. either at this table or or that bar. Yeah, this this it's room, a big really... living room area, but it's empty right now. It's really more like a workout space. Yeah, it, and I mean, Kevin got hit on something there, and 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 Sean did too. Is is and I think this is why this is very germane for us to talk about right now is what Kevin kind of hit on there is is that not only like places to sit or, or like things to sit on but also areas to sit in we are kind yeah. of at this transitional phase in in life and and I've certainly had this discussion casually with folks but all of a sudden yet you've we've we've kind of hit this point where it's like I have this furniture that I've had for a while, and maybe there's someone else, you know, that I'm sharing this space with that also has some furniture for a while, and we're all kind of in different um, stations of: do we do a hard reset? Uh, do we sell all of our stuff? Do we keep building off of the, um, you know, what we've inherited, or you know, is there a different direction we go in? Um, you know, Max you are you are freshly hitting this um right on the head um but you know kevin just went through this too and as as sean kind of mentioned um this is this is something that's been kind of new for for me this year i mean i'm in a room of i think all hand-me-down of some sort furniture but i i i don't know i'm i'm interested you know really kevin and max since you're hitting this so recently in being in new spaces and and in one case well in both cases needing to fill fill them and and i think kind of in in different ways do you feel like you have a particular approach to how you want to do this um or is it the same as it's always been um i i guess i can start the the thing that 
came up with me is well so first off I had spent the past um, what seven years or so living in an apartment you know for a while it was in maybe in my bedroom in the living room I primarily primarily furnished and then I moved to a two-bedroom apartment but now I'm living in uh, an entire townhouse and so really I brought over my all of my furniture but I like it wasn't enough because I this is the first time I've had you know space for like the dining table mm-hmm. um so when we when we moved here it was we're like okay we'll move what we have and then we will you know finish out the stuff uh you know get get more to, to fill out the rest of the space um except for we were like well we don't want to we didn't want our bar stools anymore so we got rid of them and said we'll get them when we get here but then when we got here we realized there was nowhere to sit except for the couch especially like <laughs> because there are multiple floors there are more floors and then we quickly found out like you can't really like if if you want to get furniture like nice furniture that will last a while you kind of have to have stuff in place and be able to like take your time and look for it so we kind of did the same thing we <laughs> we have done up to this point which is what can amazon get to me in two days and <laughs> i'll put it together and that's kind of what we where we ended up and, and Kevin, you said something there. Uh, you 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 used the term "nice furniture," um, but I mean that really gets something. Is is you know you get to a point where you get to kind of choose what furniture you want. And Max, it, you're very much um, kind of starting afresh with with completely you know potential to go completely new. So I'm interested. Are you thinking in terms of like? nice so to speak or are you gonna keep going to the ikea well for instance which which both are fine but i would be interested what is pushing you in one direction or another yeah that's a good question for me um we sold everything and we're starting fresh um there's certain things that i i think we've we've had this kind of conversation now about like the next move we're not going to start fresh. So to your point, I think we'd like to dig in a little more and and invest in things that are nicer to us or things that provide more value to us. Uh, the reason I'm emphasizing that to us is that um, we've been doing a lot of like thrift store shopping, looking for more like antique pieces or older pieces. Um, I don't know that we'd necessarily go to Ikea as much, but we've only been here for two or three days and I have a feeling sooner rather than later, we may hit the exact thing that Kevin's talking about where you just need something. You can't take a month and a half to shop for a couch if you don't have a couch because you sort of just need a couch. So I, I think it'll be a bit of a mix. Um, like I think I'd, I'd prefer to avoid the, the Amazon Wayfair Ikeas of the world. But to your point, that stuff can can provide a lot of value as well, certainly for, for a year or two. Um, but then we are also going into, um, as I mentioned, the only place I can sit at is the dining room table that was left here by the previous tenants. And so we already went to Home Depot yesterday and, and bought everything we need to, to refinish this table. So that, that's the kind of thing where like that'll provide hopefully more value to us than, than buying a, even a $200 Wayfair dining table is now, the goal. Now, I, I, this could just be me being defensive but but why why are you out here slandering my splurge furniture? <laughs> Your splurge what? 
Wayfair. Uh, you know, I, I, I actually, actually no, no, but that stuff uh, is expensive. No, I'm no, not saying it's what, cheap. I, I know. It's, I'm, 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 I'm kidding to, around. I'd rather go to a thrift shop, buy an old table, and refinish it for 50 bucks than spend $250 on a thing from Ikea that, well, I, I, I love Ikea furniture, but it, it's, it pretty much has a life of a maybe five years tops. I mean, I, I, yes, I, I understand that. I am, I'm kidding around because genuinely right now at the, the place that I am in my life, Ikea furniture bought from an Ikea store is my splurge furniture. Yeah. Almost <laughs> all of my other furniture is, you know, like at best Ikea from Craigslist. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, Sean, you have definitely in, in the past, it, and I, you have you have purchased items, and maybe it was from Craigslist, but it's in the same vein that Max is talking about, which is you have gotten things, and you're like, I, this, the, I value this because it has really a look and a character that, that, fits, that fits you, be it a coffee table or kind mm-hmm. of like a... Um, an inspired chair that is supposed yes. to look like something and things like that. So, you know, and so, you're in a unique, yeah, unique position too, which is you have moved, but they've been like closer moves and planned or not, but you could kind of bring stuff with you and kind of keep that cohesiveness. That is true. I haven't moved further than, you know, maybe like 150 miles in, you know, six years as, as Max points out, but like, you you are referring to the the period of my life where I purchased and then sold a, a knockoff Eames chair <laughs> on Craigslist, um, and I, yeah, I, I would say like I also just you know there there's only so much you can you can do when your your income is five digits and it doesn't round up. You know, it doesn't round up to a hundred thousand dollars if you were going to round up that way, uh, and, and so like, you know, uh, having having actual nice furniture, I I also haven't been in a place where I'm like this is a place where I'm putting down roots and intend to yes. be for more than maybe two years. So I am like, I, I've been in a phase of not only buying furniture on craigslist but like really trying to stretch its life as much as possible um you know i I have a a a dining a dining set uh that has has now made two moves uh, despite being purchased for 40 dollars. and like that is the kind of thing that most people i i think would say well that's silly to to go through the the rigmarole of of packing all that stuff up and and moving it but like i don't know it seems for for me and where i'm at in life it seems less silly than you know trying to find a new 40 dollar dining set on craigslist um you know i've i've had i've had two couches in the that you know in the last five years um for a, a grand total of less than two hundred dollars, um, and I, you know, I've also gotten some hand-me-down furniture. I've I've had a couple Christmases where I've driven home to New Orleans instead of flown, so that I could bring stuff back with me, and like, and it's fine. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm not I'm not attached to to almost any of it 
in such a way that if I were making a really big move, I I couldn't bring myself to divest of it. But it's stuff that I like enough to have have brought on those moves with me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Emily just moved, you know, to a new apartment in July and actually is in a place that she really likes and wants to stick around for a while. And her mom sort of advised her, well, if that's the case, then you should, you should actually maybe look into going on the nicer side and getting furniture that you are going to really like and want to take care of and keep around for a while, which is how we wound up waiting, uh, two months for a couch to arrive Mm -hmm. and i will say it's doable it's not fun but it it is doable to to live without that if you have some other method of of seating it helped that she had you know she had a dining table and chairs and and one she had an armchair that she brought with her from her last place like there were places to sit it just wasn't you know that sort of centerpiece for multiple folks to sit on together. Yeah, I, I think that, like, you know, price aside, what I'm kind of saying that the issue I ran into is that in my head I said, oh, I'm going, I'm going to get to, you know, make this new living room, that, like take this empty living room and make it the living room that I want with, like, mm-hmm. new furniture. But I found that, like, you don't, unless you have stuff that's, like, you can use in the meantime, like, like you have to find furniture stores and go to them and, sure find things that you like that go well together and then you talk to them like oh and actually you have to wait a couple months to get it yeah and so we ended up kind of falling back on the okay well like you know let's get the uh you know what 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 can get here and then we're in this we're kind of in this intermediate period we'll we'll be here for a few years but we're not going to be here for five years or more so Mm -hmm. we're probably kind of are probably just going to keep the stuff we got and then when it comes time to move to decide so it's well i mean for me it's kind of like the the same thing you kind of run into with uh like fast fashion or whatever it's like well i i don't really i want to make the shopping like i don't really like doing the shopping um and so i don't know that and i don't know anything that i think that's perfect that fits the price premium so like i'll do this quick and easy in between option and make it last for a few years and eventually i'll probably get out of that but um, i don't know and and i think you know with with all of that what i hear is 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 there's a purposefulness of it we, we are we are asking questions about how we're filling the space whether you're waiting two months or you're just deciding hey i'm going to bring this to the next place because because i feel like as you as you're kind of in that you're out of school phase you live in these places you're like i've got a bedroom and part of a living room or something like that i just need to fill the space i need to have a place to sleep i need to have a place to sit maybe a place to put stuff on put stuff in that's really it you're you're not asking those those same kind of questions you're not doing i mean i have a couch that that i've inherited or and before that had another one i inherited and i knew i just needed a couch i wasn't like i like the way this one looks i don't like the way it looks it was just what was available to me meanwhile last week you know this this phase this changing i got in the mail and i'm actually going to finally look at it tonight um 
all of these swatches from from this place that that makes couches and it's on my and it's very cool they send you like 40 swatches so you can see what the fabric looks like and you can touch it and the couches aren't particularly expensive um but it's it's very i mean in in grand couch terms um but but like it is very purposeful to be like no i there's not a couch store I can go to. I mean, there is, but I'm not paying for a couch from the couch store. Um, but I can I can hold this up in the room and be like, this fits. This is something that I'm going to like. This is something that I'm going to value. And I could pay less for a couch, and I could pay more for a couch, certainly, in both ends. But I do want to be purposeful about what I select because I'm not looking to just fill the space anymore. Um, I, I want it to be something that... You know, I like sitting on and I'm I'm not going to have to explain away when others come and sit on. Let's let's be honest. They sent you at least 200 swatches. I mean, if, if we're rounding up and it's like on either side of 100, it's it's probably going to round up to 200. <laughs> yes. I, I was there when the swatch box arrived. It yeah. was the swatch box. It was impressive. I was very yeah. impressed. But there is, you know... I, what is interesting about that is that, you know, and and I noticed this um, going and, and doing furniture shopping with Emily this summer. I one thing that I don't have access to as as the Craigslist ninja is like a customization aspect. Like there's there's your choices are limited to what's. What, you know what somebody in your zip code is selling yeah. <laughs> um and and there's no no choices of of fabric or color uh there's when, no, when this isn't sheets it's not made to order that's right well and your your zip code is at least in a populous area i'm like <laughs> 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 yeah. what rockingham county is not uh not densely populous you, you don't stunned. want college kids couches no, you don't. Having having had a a very uh, a decidedly college ass couch for three years, I, uh, it was fine. But I mean, Pierce at the very least I know remembers moving that motherfucker, yeah. and it was a nightmare. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's another reminder. So I think. Also, I went into the situation where I moved and then I immediately needed to, to get stuff. But yeah. I mean, if you had just moved, you're still dealing with the pain of the move. And so <laughs> you like you need to distance yourself from the move because you just, anytime yeah. you get something new, you're like, I have to move this whenever I move again. And it's, it's very painful. It's a real catch-22. The moving is an intensely frustrating and draining thing. And it just makes you want to sit down for a while. Yeah. But what do you do if you move and you don't have a couch to just sit down on? Well, Max. <laughs> That's a tough one, yeah. It's the answer is especially is you drive to your nearest Dick Sporting Goods or CVS or Target or whatever and buy one of those, you know, foldable soccer mom chairs. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Walmart has some for like 10 bucks. There you go. Yeah, well, that was yeah. the first week. Is that my my brother, who you know loves to loves to tailgate the football games, has you know approximately fifteen of those, and so he just brought those over. You've got all the it furniture you need. You got yourself a stew yeah. going, baby. It smell it smells like a spilled uh, hard seltzer, but otherwise great to sit on, you know. <laughs> but but also, um, uh, uh, Max, I, I was going to ask 
uh, there there's something very zen though about starting completely from from scratch which which i think you kind of have and there are also you know having a space and we talked i mentioned filling it um and there is kind of a there is a way you fill a space you know living room dining room family room those terms and things that you associate with that do you feel at all that you can kind of remove yourself from from that uh you know traditional approach i know you as someone who who however many years ago and you watched that minimalism documentary and and really banged that drum to us are you at all inspired by that in this clean slate opportunity absolutely yeah i mean we have we went from having zero closets to like i don't know three or four um and that's one of the biggest things i think that when you live in a small space, like we lived in Boston and we inherited 95% of our furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you live in a small space with limited built-in storage closets and maybe kitchen cabinets, you need your furniture to play double or even triple duty. Our coffee table, you could sit on it and it was a chest that we stored a ton of stuff in. Um, and now with an open space, I, I think to your point, we can be a lot more conscious about filling it, hopefully with things that we like but not too much stuff um but it's a balance right it's like we want to get a couch and i mean i i explained before the pod but also, like luckily um similar to like i found a an available free couch to us you know within a four-hour drive and so we'll go get that tomorrow and then we will have a couch and so if we decide that we want to get a swatch box mailed to us and pick a a custom couch for the next three months that's a slightly easier possibility or pill to swallow than than not having anything to sit on in the living room for for three months um but i think it's a lot of it's a lot of like less less about minimalism and more just about finding furniture pieces that we that really like bring bring value to us or bring uh utility Mm -hmm. to us and i think a lot of that for for bridget and i comes down to and I don't mean to disparage IKEA. It's it's more the design than the like the quality or anything. And that's why we're so much like she went to five thrift shops I think yesterday and and we're you know we're on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and it's part of it is value but also a lot of it, it it's I mean it's it's value but for quality. I mean you can find an old piece especially if you're willing to put in a little bit of elbow grease. Like we found a a kitchen thing on the side of the road in Somerville that was free and we brought it back we painted it and stained the top we lived in it with it for two years and then sold it on craigslist for 150 dollars so i you know there, there's and, and it provided a lot of value to us not just because it was a really functional and kind of cool looking piece but also because we knew that we had put in actual you know time to make it our own um, mm-hmm. Despite the fact that at the time we did not know that when you stain wood, you have to wipe off the excess stain. You don't let it dry like paint or it looks mm-hmm. really weird. Um, I-, I think it looks bad. Apparently the person that paid $150 for it didn't think that much. But uh, you learn those things, which is also really rewarding. Um, and, I, you know, I'm excited. It's, it's different stages, too. Like, Pierce, you you bought a house. You're, yes. you're in a much more permanent, to your point, you can, you can buy a couch that you're, it's more of an an mm-hmm. investment not just in you sitting on it but how it fits within your house mm-hmm. where if you know you're going to move something around i think i'm getting to the point where i'd like to put in a little more in, invest a little more either time or money into furniture that provides more utility to me that i'm willing to move 
Yeah, and, and that gets that just feel space. and and you you hit on it, which is willing to move and like be it you know something that that anyone finds on Craigslist or something that you buy. I, I think that 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 is a key thing. Is like now, be it because you're in a better you know financial station or or just you're getting that point where it's like I want a thing that that I like. I think that that I approach it as that is is I want to get hopefully get furniture by whatever means now that i'm willing to keep for a while it's like i'm, I'm tired of cycling through I, also i'm tired of things that um i don't know something not being new is not necessarily bad but it is kind of nice to have a, a a thing that that is new um and and so that really speaks to me as like something that i'm willing to move something that i am willing to keep but also with the house and kevin i would be most interested in how you feel about max you know has gone through the purposeful of you know putting stuff in a space having more space but there is also a tyranny of space and i think especially maybe the way a townhouse is do you feel at all like you see a space and you're like that should have something in it and that becomes difficult yeah absolutely in our living room there's this like weird notch that for a while was like naked and we were just like there has to be something there and we kind of had to arrange our furniture that we had in such a way that wasn't necessarily the way that we wanted the furniture but it left like it it didn't leave any like awkward just like empty space um which is something that we will eventually be able to to change but there's also this entire downstairs room which right now is just being used as some storage and, and an exercise room and you know and our, our whole plan was like okay we'll, we'll eventually like get another living room set and then move the tv down there and and we had this this plan of what to do but now we're kind of looking at it like well maybe we actually just kind of have enough stuff now so, <laughs> so maybe we'll just always be a workout room like we're, i don't know well it's, well, it's like, like you know with into it. the place and the rent anyway so we were like well yeah. we don't want to do nothing with the room but like maybe yeah. nothing is <laughs> Is it going to be the pet, the pet with its own or, bathroom, yeah. <laughs> or the yeah. or the pet living room? It's like that's where they relax in the evening. We yes. relax in the upstairs one. It's like the yeah. bunk bed of yeah. living rooms. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing we have to be careful of is that that the place that you know we're in a low cost of living place right now relative to probably where we will be in the future, and so it's very possible that we might have to downsize after this and so if we mm. get a bunch of stuff now we might just have to get rid of it and like i don't even know what we're gonna do with all of our kitchen gadgets that we got for our wedding because we have a pretty big kitchen and pantry right now but i don't know if that's always going to be uh it's going to be true after this so it's it's like an interesting interesting problem sounds sure. like you got a ready-made space to put it <laughs> for now <laughs> yes. yeah have you considered making the basement a second kitchen <laughs> yes that would be, I don't know, one way to do it. One kitchen just for snacks. Well, so we have we have four bathrooms for two people, and so one of the bathrooms oh, is man. just is just the cat bathroom right now because that's <laughs> you're not allowed to use it for anything else because then I have to clean it. So, <laughs> well, not now that we've gotten to to cat bathrooms, I think it is clear that we we are we are. Uh, out of touch coastal elites <laughs> so so maybe maybe we yeah. ought to do some some final thoughts i mean i i think you know regardless of of the station um it does feel like we all have have come to the the point where getting 
furniture purposefully as opposed to just filling the space is something we've all come to realize and it does change your calculus you know be it waiting two months for a couch um, or or just being very thoughtful about how you're craigslisting and yeah. to max's point taking something like that and then making it your own so that even if it's not new it, it can feel new i mean i just had a discussion the other day about like well, there's this chair I kind of like, but it would need to be different. It's like, you can reupholster that. You you can make it your own. And yeah, it takes time and investment. And if you're moving into your first apartment out of college, you don't want to do that. But that's not mm-hmm. who we are anymore. Yeah. And I will say on that point, like, even if, if, if you're afraid that you'll screw it up, don't be. Unless you're, unless you're spending a ton of money on something or it's something that has, like, a ton of value to your family. Like, if you find a piece on craigslist or somewhere that's cheap and you're like oh i would like to refinish that but i'll probably screw it up like do it anyway you probably will screw it up and you'll still love it and then you'll do better next time um also sean i loved your eames chair i i miss that thing regularly i liked having it i hated sitting in it Mm. eames chairs Um. are bad this is more like a piece of art for you (laughs) yes oh it it totally was i I will plant a flag on it it was just like it was so it was so low to the ground. It was so naturally reclined, and mm. I don't. I I find that I don't really like naturally reclining all that much. Like I I I have trouble with really deep couches for that same reason too. Same. Um. So so you know I I it was that was a, a purchase that was fun, but really kind of wasn't wasn't as thoughtful. Uh, as it, it should have been. And so like, I am, I am glad that I had that experience because that it has helped me get to this point of being a little more purposeful about, about how I do that stuff. So like, I, I, I'm glad I had it too. Um, we'll have a follow up when one of us purchases their first, uh, Thomas Moser dining room chair for see you in 2067 five figures <laughs> i i am someone who who on many occasions has gone into those stores uh, we all know who the person's gonna be yeah well well i have gone in there and they're like you can sit in that chair and i'm like no no i can't i can't sit in that like i approach it i approach it as a museum not as a furniture I mean, store yeah. i if for me like i would do i'd try to convince them like well, how about we, we just buy two of these then we'll have like other ones for the the guests because i don't want to buy six of these <laughs> all right well uh that i think that was that was an enjoyable conversation about furniture so let's uh i don't know let's let's you know let's redirect and uh and have an apology it's it's pierce is mm. sorry yeah, so are you I, – I, I think I saw this in the news recently because one of the casting decisions was, was shared. But um, for, for, I guess, a remake or a new version of this, but are you all familiar with the 1993 classic film Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> I know where this is going. Yes. Yeah, so this is this is an apology to my family, um, and and I was reminded of this as I as I've been going to a, a this thing called it's a video rental store recently, um, where you you go there and and you get physical copies of movies and you take them home and you watch them and you return them. But um, speaking of of tyranny, um, as as a youth, um, I am familiar with that movie because I I am sure that I had my family rent that film multiple times to watch it. Um, 
And I think even I knew that that was a very bad movie, but I just didn't really get it. I didn't enjoy it for being a bad movie. I, I got utility and enjoyment out of it. And even though we just talked about how your show isn't bad, um, because I'm talking about myself here, that was bad. That was wrong. That was probably harmful to people. My taste was harmful monetarily, and those are hours no one gets back. So I'm sorry to my family for for making Super Mario Brothers a movie that needed to be rented multiple times. Whew. That's... Um... I have I've just I like that you said needed there. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm looking the Washington Post gave it uh a Metascore gave it an 80. I don't know what was wrong with that person when they reviewed uh, it, but uh. you know, there's been a uh, I, I saw something uh that someone posited on on Twitter uh, about uh, taking the Rotten Tomatoes score and and making a new metric that is essentially the difference between the it's it's the it's audience score minus the critic score and this was <laughs> this was someone who had an agenda to push and, and set up the formula in such a way that you know critical darlings that audiences don't like as much wind up with negative scores and movies that audiences like and critics hate um have have high positive scores they they were using this to to demonstrate uh you know that that real america deeply loved uh the new dave Chappelle special uh <laughs> the super mario brothers uh critic score the tomato meter it sits at 28 <clears> percent <throat> the audience score 29 okay everybody so pretty movie, well nailed that one the movie wow. is 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 notably bad uh do notably you know bad. do you know pierce i don't know if you, you 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 brought us here via casting decisions but i do you remember anything about the cast of the original version i know that dennis hopper was in it um, do you know who dennis hopper portrayed in that movie it's it's well i just looked it up but it's king koopa no it's goddamn bowser De- what a waste of Dennis Hopper. I, I, he had some weird times. What an insane uh, waste of Dennis Hopper. That just makes me sad. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So so now we've, we've spent way more time talking about the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie than I expected to. Uh, so, so let's, let, let's close with a, a big idea from pop culture that has nothing to do with that. Um, in the last in the period uh starting when i i got on 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 a plane to come see you in atlanta i have finished several books um what do you think you're better than me i i i think yeah maybe i'm better than you uh but 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 notably uh there there have been two books by defector folks uh, that I have started and finished within 12 hours mm-hmm. because they were utterly gripping. Uh, one is The Night the Lights Went Out, which is Drew McGarry's accounting of the night that he had a brain hemorrhage 
and uh, fell and battered his skull into a gazillion pieces and was then in a medically induced coma for two weeks and his long road to recovery. And it was, uh, that was unbelievable. There, there's a section that is, is sort of written as an oral history uh, of, you know, of various people, uh, other, uh, other former dead spinners and his family um, kind of going through what happened or their, you know, their recollections of what happened that night and, and in the first days in the hospital that was, I, I found, deeply affecting. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for all the dust that was in that section of the book. I, <laughs> I tried to get it out, but it's it's really just in there. Well, uh, you you also, you then you have some other apologizing to do, I guess, for getting a bunch of dust somehow into my copy of God Spare the Girls by Kelsey oh. McKinney which I started reading at the Atlanta airport this morning and uh, finished while we were waiting for Kevin to get on this call. And I I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, having gone to see uh, the the eyes of Tammy Faye in a movie theater, uh, which was very, very bad. However, as far as... Um, you know, uh, pieces of of entertainment that deal with what happens when a religious family uh, slowly and then very quickly implodes. Uh, this is the best one I've ever encountered. Um, it is staggeringly good. Uh, it's it's a story of two sisters who grow up evangelical in Texas, and uh, what happens when their uh, their father, who is a, a deeply charismatic preacher, has been found to be uh, telling some pretty big and important lies about who he, who he is and how he lives his life. Uh, and so I, I won't I won't say more than that, uh, but I will say that if you have not read it yet, uh, you you really you really ought to go go find yourself a copy. Agreed. Um, okay, uh, that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com. You can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. Uh, if you do that. Just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye.